Good afternoon and hope you're having an awesome Arab Shabbos. So as is our Friday custom, let's share one of the thousands of relevant messages from the Torah portion that we can apply to our everyday life. This week's Parsha being Shemini. Now this week's Torah portion is all about the laws of Kashrus. And like we've said before, there's always the simple observance of things, but then there's also the deeper explanations that these actions reinforce and which are seen reflected in our physical observance. Now in Judaism, there are worlds of depth in the area of eating. Honestly, worlds. After all, God could have created the system of existence in a many different ways, but designed it with the need to eat. It is the only thing that people crave that they actually need in order to survive. So if it's that important in the physical realm, it must have depth in the spiritual and more esoteric realm as well. In fact, if you think about it, the first and only commandment given to Adam and Eve revolved around eating which is not a coincidence. And again, it's no coincidence that for Pesach, a holiday of freedom, so much of it is observed through eating, as opposed to lighting Hanukkah candles or blowing a shofar on Rosh Hashanah, shaking a lulav on Sukkot, reading a Megillah on Purim. Our commandments on Passover are to not eat chametz and to eat matzah or moror or drink wine, all eating. So while there are many things that we could speak about, why certain animals are kosher, why others are not, how to prepare them in other areas, let's just talk about one of the signs of a kosher animal, namely, Kosher animals are ones that chew their cud. Now, while this simple biological reality is key for identifying a kosher animal, the deeper sources discuss that every physical quality is there to represent and symbolize a spiritual truth of what makes a person person kosher as well, a symbol to remind us of a value or trait that we are to incorporate in our lives to improve our own spiritual kosherus, if you will. Now, obviously, I'm not suggesting there is value in physically regurgitating or throwing up one's food. In fact, I highly suggest you do not. Rather, physical food and nutrients are to an animal what spiritual sustenance is to a human. So what could chewing a cud possibly symbolize? Rabbi Yaakov Leiner of Ishbitz, the second Ishbitzer Rebbe, explains the symbolism in the following beautiful manner. He explains that raising and chewing one's cud a second time is the process of an animal taking what it needs, consuming it, but then bringing it back up a second time, and only then, ultimately, that food will become part of them on the second digestion. Simple, yet interesting process that is a symbol of a kosher animal. But what in the world could this possibly mean to you and me? Well, we too consume things, but our main consumption is not our food. After all, we are much more than an animal grazing in a field. We're more than just the food that we eat. Our real food is our food for thought, our ideas, the philosophies we consume, which lead to the moral decisions that we make, and that is what becomes part of you and me. In this spiritual light, raising one's cut is equivalent to our ability to bring up the ideas and philosophies that we previously consumed and then reassess them a second time. You know, often people develop their outlooks and opinions early on in life, but at any stage, we're quick to consume what we're fed and not give it second thought. And sure, there might be some positives to that and some nourishing aspects, but after having consumed it, adopted it, and lived with it, calling it back up to reassess is then a sign of one who strives for kashras and correctness in life. A person who is unwilling to reevaluate what their beliefs or opinions are as life goes by, especially as new information or ideas are learned, or as a person grows to see life through a more mature lens, that's the antithesis of a healthy person on a character-based level, on a spiritual level, or a moral level. There is nothing wrong with saying that which I thought was right at 15 might no longer seem right to me at 25, or that which I thought was right at 45 isn't at 55. A person must always be willing to reassess decisions and see what and how they properly digest them a second time after calling them back up for analysis. This is what makes an animal kosher, 
and it is a trigger symbolism of a human who is healthy as well, their kosher status. How many people might you know who do things that are not in their best interest, but because they simply swallowed that opinion or habit or way of life years ago, they just can't muster the strength and maturity to reassess as they age. I speak for myself in asking how many things I do still today as a 47-year-old that I know I can and should call back up to question, reanalyze, and refine. True, it might be a tough process, but in the end, just like chewing a cut allows an animal to better digest what it originally ate and pull out more nutrients and then consume more afterwards, so too in our lives, when we think that which we learned or thought the first time and then we rethink it, it allows us to better and more correctly digest what is really spiritually healthy for us. It allows us to pull out more from that which we might have understood the first time. It makes more room for us to consume and learn more in the future and creates that appetite. And just like chewing cud doesn't always look pretty, but the end goal is great, so too it's often messy when we reassess our past. But that's okay because the end goal is greatness. A kosher animal lives by redigesting its food this way, and a kosher yid lives by redigesting their thoughts this way. It's amazing how in Judaism, a simple symbol is a subtle hint as to how to achieve greatness. Remember, the rules of kashrut, or for that matter, all of Judaism, are not there to make our lives difficult, but to make them more meaningful. So chew on that as well, my friends. And maybe over Shabbos, try taking just one area you've digested and honestly reassess what and how you would digest it differently now if you could. Because you can. Okay, that's it for now. Maybe next year we'll discuss split hooves. Can't wait for that one. But like I said in the beginning, there are worlds of depth behind it all. And on that note, wishing you an awesome Shabbos. And I look forward to seeing you tomorrow.